Hello and welcome to the Savvy Producer Podcast, a show all about productivity, efficiency and keeping your clients happy in the world of music production. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the danger of taking every project that comes your way and how if you can start saying no to projects that aren't a good fit, you can fast track your way to a healthier, happier career in music production. So without further ado, let's get into it. So we creatives, especially in the music industry, can find it really hard to say no. When any project comes your way, it feels like an opportunity. It feels like it's your duty to help this person. And it can feel like you're missing out if you turn it down. However, if you're not able to say no and turn it away, there are several problems you can run into later down the line. And these can be really dangerous for your business and your health in the long run. So first of all, and this is the most glaring one, is if you take on a project that you're not passionate about or you don't enjoy, then you're not going to enjoy working, which is why we do this anyway. You might as well just go and get a 9-to-5 office job. If you don't like what you're hearing when you're working, it's impossible to give it your all. To me, you need that passion and excitement for a project to give it all that you've got creatively. So by taking on something that you're not passionate about, you're doing a disservice to your clients, obviously, and to yourself. Another issue you're going to run into if you say yes to everything is you're going to have to work with some clients that will make your life difficult. That's just the way it is. And this can be for so many different reasons. Normally it's just because you're not a good fit creatively and you don't click. The right producer is out there for them and they're not a bad client. They're just not for you. But if you work with these clients, you're going to be absolutely drained mentally. I've been there before. And you're going to ruin your reputation because you're giving them a product that they're never really going to be happy with. Another mistake people make here is taking on projects when they don't actually have time for them. And the obvious issue this throws up is burnout. The great thing about being self-employed and working in this industry is you can work to your own schedule. You literally have the power to work when you want to and rest when you need to recharge. And this allows you to spend more time on other things like your hobbies or just spending time with family and friends. If you're taking on projects you don't have time for, you're just throwing that away, you're going to burn out and you're going to have a client base of very unhappy people. And the last mistake people make a lot here is taking on low-budget projects. These are the projects where you're getting paid for half your time and doing double the work. By taking these on, you can often destroy your earnings per hour, you'll end up with clients who don't respect your time, and again, you're just going to be burnt out by the end of it. If any of these sound like you, you could be making a massive mistake in your business. And you don't need to, because people are never going to stop making music, ever. There's plenty of work to go around, so you're not going to miss out. So don't be afraid to pick out the projects that you love the most. If you're just starting out and you're working a day job on the side, be patient and wait until you can fill your calendar with work that you actually enjoy. If you're only working on bill-paying projects that suck your life away, you're no better off. Music really is a long game. So you need to learn to say no so that you can have a work life that you love, that excites you, and makes you look forward to getting into the studio on a Monday morning. If you can do that, you'll have more time to breathe, you'll have more time to work on the business side of things, and you'll have more time to spend with family and friends or on your hobbies. So how can you actually do that? Here are three things you should ask yourself when a new client approaches you to determine whether you should say yes and take on the project or say no and turn it away. So the first one is, do I like the music? This is really important and it should be the most obvious one. If the answer is no, you're fighting an uphill battle before you've even started. It's impossible to give a project your best if you don't actually believe in it and if it doesn't excite you creatively. I've experienced this before when I was just starting out in music production and it's never worth it. It just leads to you feeling deflated, you feel burnt out because you're only working on things you don't like. 
And like I say, it's just hard to give it your everything creatively. It's hard to put your best work into something that you didn't like in the first place. This is why it's quite important to find your style and find your niche and find the music that you like working on quite early. Because you can start to then build a client base of music that you would listen to day to day anyway. And that just leaves you feeling so much more creatively charged when you come into the studio. Then if something comes your way and it's not necessarily right for you, you can just refer it to another engineer who does like that sort of music. I don't really have too much else to say on this other than it is crucial that you like the music you're working on. The second thing to ask yourself is, is this an ideal client for me? Are they my target audience? So you should have a pretty good idea of who you like to work with and what style of music you like working on, what makes you click with someone creatively and what sort of people you like to hang out with in the studio. So think about this every time someone comes your way. Are you on the same page? Do you get along? Do you have the same vision for the song or project they're bringing to you? And are they showing any red flags? So these are the sort of things that should prick your ears up when you get a quote request come in and you think, oh, that sounds a bit dodgy or, oh, that sounds like uh, so-and-so I worked with before and they were a nightmare client. So just to list a few red flags that I can think of off the top of my head. Unrealistic expectations should be one. So if they've come to you with some really dodgy home recording and they want it to sound exactly like Taylor Swift's new album, you're probably going to be in a bit of trouble later down the line. Another one would be if they want a ridiculously quick turnaround. So they say, I need it back this afternoon or something. In that case, you need to remember that their urgency is not your urgency. If they don't respect your time, they don't respect you. And to be honest, it's never that urgent unless it's label work sometimes. An independent artist shouldn't really set a deadline when they don't have a final product yet. So if someone comes to you needing a quick turnaround, it's not normally that important. And another one would be if they're just straight up rude. You do get it sometimes when people don't come across very well. And sometimes you think, oh, I'll ignore it and I'll take the project on. And later down the line, it starts to show itself. So if I were you, I'd write down what your ideal client needs to be. And just make sure that everyone who comes in matches that or is at least very, very close to it. And the last question to ask yourself is, do I have the means to fulfill this project to the best of my ability? So that includes time. Do you have the time? If your calendar is pretty empty, great, take it on. But if your calendar is full for the next month or the next two months, don't be afraid to schedule it way in advance and be transparent with that or refer it to a friend. The worst thing you can do is take on too much work that doesn't physically fit into your calendar and find yourself chasing your tail and burning out. You're there to serve the client, so put them first and think about how you can facilitate their project getting over the finish line in the way it needs to. If they really want to work with you, it's not going to be an issue that your calendar's full and you need to book it a month or two in advance. And if they're on a tight deadline and you can refer them to a friend who'll do a great job, you've just gone way up in their good books and you've served them well. Don't be scared to miss out. There's plenty of work out there. Another thing to consider if you're trying to fulfill a project to the best of your ability is do you actually have the skills? Is it your speciality? So if you're a pop producer and someone comes to you saying, oh, I need this jazz song mixed, just ask yourself if you're the best person to do that for them and be self-aware if you're not. There's no shame in it. And if you can refer that artist to someone who is a great fit and will do a great job, then you've just served them fantastically. Not only that, but you'll be building a relationship with someone else in the industry who might be able to send work your way. I've found it's all about community, not competition in music. 
And the last thing to consider in terms of do you have the means to fulfill the project to the best of your ability is, is the budget there? If you're having a quiet month or if the project seems like a good opportunity, it can be tempting just to take it on anyway, regardless of the artist's budget. But be rational. If you take it on now, a higher budget project that actually pays you what you're worth might come along tomorrow and then you might not have time for that. The only real time I'd take on something that is below my usual rate is if it's like a perfect portfolio piece or if it's a project that really does open doors and people can lie about that. So be really careful with it. And even in that circumstance, just make it really clear that this isn't your normal rate. A great thing to do is say, hey, we've ne- I know we've never worked together before. My usual rate is this, but in this circumstance, I'd be willing to drop a bit lower to fit within your budget. Just be aware that next time it's going to cost my full rate. I think the main thing to remember here is that people aren't going to stop making music ever. They never have. They never will. So because of that, there's plenty of work to go around. So you don't need to be afraid to say no and pick the projects that you actually love the most. If you're already busy, turning down some projects can give you more time to breathe, more time to work on the business side of things and scale and more time to spend with your family and friends or on your hobbies. If you're just starting out, saying no will, of course, mean less work for you to start with. But it's important to take the time to build a client base of people that you actually love working with. This way, your business will be more sustainable for you into the future, and you'll have a work life that actually excites you and makes you look forward to getting into the studio. In terms of things to take away here, I'd say music is a long game. Be patient. And remember that people aren't going to stop making music. There's plenty of work to go around. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you. Before you go, I just want to tell you about a free resource that I've put together for producers and mix engineers. I know juggling multiple projects and making sure everything's running smoothly in your studio can be really difficult. So I've put together a free guide on how to set up a simple, effective project management system in Trello with a free template you can grab to get started really quickly too. This is the exact way I've managed my mastering projects for years and I think it can really help you to eliminate stress, keep your clients happier and it just allows you to focus more on actually being creative too. If you want to get hold of it, just go over to marsdenmastering.com slash Trello. That's marsdenmastering.com slash Trello. To make things easier, the link will be in the show notes too, so go ahead and grab it so you can fix that hectic studio schedule. 